Hi, and welcome to another episode of Kentarkis. My name is Michael Yon, and this episode is Knowledge in Truth. It's actually a phone call recording that Kentarkis and I had actually well before this podcast was even running. Um, Kentarkis shared some really nice things with me and for me, and uh, we actually decided together that it'd be good to share this with you. I think there's a lot of uh, great value in it. So, yeah, and it starts off with me uh, being excited because I had mentioned that I had been working on something that was working in my table tennis games. So, uh, yeah, here's Kentarkis. And, yeah, it's been working in my games. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> Isn't it amazing? See, practice. Now, this is, this, is, this is an interesting point you just actually made a comment on. Um, practice makes perfect, and that's actually very true. It doesn't matter what you do in life. It doesn't matter what you want to achieve or what your goals are or your dreams or your vision. You have to put practice into everything. It doesn't matter what it is. Right, yes. Sure. It's like meditation especially because I know you have a little bit of a hard time sometimes with meditation. Right? It's, it's, it's the practice. If you continue, it becomes easier and better. Right. The ego, yeah, the ego will put obstacles in your way because it doesn't understand the meaning of meditation. To, to, to it, it's boring. The ego only understands what it already knows. So it has to be taught. The mind doesn't have to be taught, but the ego does. Right, the ego has to be taught. And then it'll be happy to observe because it knows Absolutely. that what's happening is worth... Yeah, worth. and it will say, this is good, this, this is peaceful. Oh, okay. It will actually learn to understand, but originally it won't. Right. To begin, to begin with. Yeah. Well, I've done the um, Kundalini uh, exercise every time since uh, we spoke two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Good. Um, yeah, and it is uh, the, the pace of it, the way that you wrote it, is really good. I oh, like good. it. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad. It's important to to have space in between. Because if you don't, it's like you're being rushed and it'll become annoying. Okay. Yeah. You, know, so you remember how I used to take you through a meditation and I used to always go fairly slow? Yeah. That's very important. That gives you time to visualize what is being expressed. Sure. Did you do it in your own voice? Yeah, I recorded it on my phone. Just I did it like the day after we spoke. And Good. Uh, I made mistakes and it doesn't matter. I can. I was no. planning to do it again on the computer and I just never did it. So it's good enough, I think. Yes. Look, as long as it feels good to you, that's all that matters. Yeah, and, cool. it's, and it's your voice and that's what is most important, that your voice is being heard by you subconsciously. Ah, okay. okay. You know how somebody says um, consciousness, then they'll turn around and say subconsciousness? Yeah. Well, they're two very different things. Subconscious is the deeper essence of your energies, right? That's the part of you that needs to go into a sleep so your subconscious is still calm and it takes on what is being expressed. You mean from the day before, like everything that's happened the day before, when you go to sleep, it... it it no, works no, over no. it, is that what you mean? Well, it does, yes, that's true, that's true. But I'm talking about a meditation, oh. like say a guided meditation, for instance, something that's, um, you know, the Holocene, for instance, mm-hmm. where it, it takes you into a meditation. Well, 
your subconscious has to be trained just as much as your consciousness. Like when you're conscious of something, it means you're awake and you are aware that you're picking up the torch in your right hand and you're about to look at it and observe it, how it's intricate, and then you're going to put it down. That's being aware in your consciousness. But when your subconsciousness needs to be taught, that's when you still the mind and you go deep in peace and you allow the inner part of you, which is your subconscious, to take it on. You're teaching your consciousness and your subconsciousness. Wow. So along what you're saying, it's easier to work with your subconscious when you're a lot more relaxed? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And sometimes you don't have to go into that um, deep meditative state. You can be actually consciously aware but you're just laying there and listening to the guided meditation or the music which has those subliminal thoughts within it. And that's what your subconsciousness is picking up. Wow. Yeah, okay. May remember is did it what kind of difference did it make to the what okay. to the manifestation? This this is going to be this is going to be an interesting uh, it's an interesting question, but I think you'll also find to me it's an actually interesting answer. Um, the individual is the governor of everything that you do in life: your thoughts, your actions, your jealousies, your hatreds, your joys, your love. The percentage of what you create throughout your existence is yours alone created from your beliefs, whether there's fear, whether there's something positive, but it's created by you alone. A fearful person will find it very difficult to understand the process of trying to heal themselves. A person that is more logical sometimes will find it much easier to understand. So the last couple of weeks with you, just, just, just give us a moment. Okay. Progress on an individual can only be governed by one's willingness to step beyond their boundaries. If you step beyond your boundaries of what you know and you go into the unknown, that means there is progress. But if you stay in what you know, and don't go beyond it, then the progress is very minimal. Do you understand that? Yeah. For instance, if I just keep saying affirmation over and over without going beyond, that's the mm-hmm. known, and that's almost useless, isn't it? Oh, well, it's that's not useless, right. but it's yep. it's it's almost like I can do it without thinking. So, what's the value? Absolutely, absolutely. Sometimes when I'm actually doing things, I might be playing outside with my son, for instance, right, playing bally with him. And he's going along and he's laughing, you know, and I'm having fun with him and all that type of stuff. I always am consciously aware of my own thoughts and I think of different things that I haven't thought of before. Mm. And then I start to investigate that when I'm in my own space, whether it's um, laying down with my wife, going into a sleep or laying in a bed totally by myself. I start to think about what my thoughts were about a particular subject. And it's like a dream. If you have a dream and you just say, oh, that was just a dream, 
Well, that's your logic talking because that's all you understand. But if you turn around and say to yourself, that dream I had about that spaceship, it was trying to crush me. Okay, that's as far as it'll go because it'll create fear in you. But if you think of it in a different way and say, boy, that ship is really coming down close to me. What's it trying to tell me? Or those markings that I noticed, they were some sort of hieroglyphics. That's where you start to go into the unknown. Mm. Can you see the difference? Because you're delving, you're di- diving deeper Absolutely. into it. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, with you, for instance, you're still a little unsure because you've been conditioned by your life. Mm-hmm from your parents' genetics and by your own experiences in society, in your own personal life, how you may feel about yourself, your dislikes, your likes, your judgments, your non-judgments, and all that, it plays a very big part in how we want to succeed with something. Mm. So we have to ask ourselves, to the left, that's me negatively. Yes, what you got to say to yourself. That's me over there on the left. Look at me. I'm bloody being negative. You know, I'm negative about this. I'm negative about that. I don't know why I want to be negative about this. But hang on. Over on the right here, there's some real positive things about me. So you start looking at the positive things and not concentrate on your negative things. See the goodness in those positive things and make them grow. Now, you were just saying to me before, you started off really well. Then as the week started to disappear, you got a bit slack. Mm -hmm. You didn't feel as good about it. Mm -hmm. That's your ego not wanting to go beyond what you are because that's all it understands. Mm -hmm. But you have to go with your mind You have to feel it from the heart. When you feel from the heart and you keep putting your thoughts on your heart, how you feel, it's like you're connecting with your mind, not your brain. You cannot get logic from your heart. That I will promise you, but you will connect to your mind through your heart because it's all one. It's energy. Logic is not energy. It's experiences that you've had throughout your life that are lodged within different sections of your brain. And when you think about something that you want to do, your brain goes into there at the speed of light and brings forth what you need to know. And it thinks it's made a really good decision. But in most cases, in most cases, it doesn't because it's the known. Mm. But when you start using your heart for your answers or your questions, you connect with energy, which is your mind. And your mind is all around you, just like your soul. You are right here, right now, inside your soul. We are the same, Michael. When we start to feel from the heart, it's like we're projecting outwardly through our minds to our soul and we're asking a question and this energy is right in front of us 
in these different layers like a vortex going out. And it's an amazing thing to actually observe. And if yeah, go on, sorry. Oh well I just um I wanna tie this in with um with what to do when it comes to manifesting because I like I want I want obviously I don't want to just do it from a logical point of view. I want to somehow involve my heart, but I guess I'm still asking like how on both sides. How as in what do I literally think and how do I uh, engage myself, my heart okay. and soul with it. There's there's a few different ways of doing it. Um, you know, in my book, the book of knowledge. Yep. I've got um, probably I think 80 um, different affirmations, and I've suggested to you on a few different occasions to go through it and pick an affirmation that really feels good to you if you were going to express it with passion. Okay. It's like saying this, for instance. Okay, let me think for a moment. Okay, I am the power. I am the light. I am all that is and all that will ever be because I am the light. And I spread my light in all directions, from the top to the bottom, from the front to the back, from the left to the right. And I am encircled in my own soul, right here, right now, because I am infinity. Now, When you say something like that, you have to say it with heart passion, not brain passion, heart passion. And when you express it like that, and when you finish, you put your hands, your two two hands on your heart. And that's when you say what you want to say. I am healed through the heart because there is no disease. There is only health. The illusion that I was born with would create my emotions, my lessons of life. And I no longer need these lessons of life because I am taking myself beyond it because I am beyond it. Through my heart, I heal my brain and I connect in all areas of my brain because there is no disease. There is only complete health. If you start saying things like that, you're talking not only to yourself through your heart consciously, you're also talking to your subconsciousness, directly to your soul. That is a vibration. That is energy. And the more you say things like that, the more you begin to believe your own expressions. And the reality must be complete health. You know, you made me think also like every next time that I sit down or I'm driving or whatever, I could engage in a new spontaneous way of manifesting the words to manifest my health. Yes. Does that sound right to you? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, the same. It's gone. You got to pick. You got to pick your words. And whatever you express, it's like me. You know me when I talk, when I give a seminar or when I just talk to a group of people, I talk with passion because I believe 100% in what I'm saying. I believe in what I do. I know that I am the knowing. You are the knowing. But believing it is another thing. Now, before I do anything, this is what I say to myself, and it's a very powerful thing. I say, I am connected directly to Father Mother creation of living energy. 
through my thought consciousness connected to my mind, through my imagination, and by truly believing beyond all doubt that I am light and connected now in this moment to Father Mother creation of living energy. Through that power alone, I bring forth that light into my being and I spread it from my heart to my toes to my top of my head and I cleanse all the negativity from the past that I have been conditioned with. I step now into my moment and my future, leaving the past behind me. It's things like that that bring the balance It's what I did when I actually healed my own lung and my little bit on the other one. And it takes a a lot of guts. It takes a lot of guts to be able to do it. But connecting to your inner self is through your heart. And that connects you not only to the divine, but also your soul. The energy of what you are totally made up of. And when I sat in 1988 and I discovered that secret I sat eventually in a ball of light and there was like energy just moving all around me within that ball of light and I was like a spark of that light and I spoke to that light and I said I no longer need the past yeah so back then I discovered that and I was amazed by the power of self Not by others. People like myself inspire people. And if they get inspired, then they will end up, after they inspire themselves, inspire others. Yeah. And that's what's important. I get inspired uh, practically every time we speak, but it it doesn't last too long. (laughs) (laughs) Which is uh, like you light my flame again, and then I like, oh, that's great. Oh, I feel good. Yeah, I can do anything. Yeah, Yeah, you got to continue. You got to continue. It's me that has to keep it ignited. Yeah. (laughs) So did you did you did you understand the power of of self? Like, I mean, yeah, that affirmation that what you said then was I thought that was. Fantastic. Yeah, it was powerful and well put together, and I've got that on record now. Oh, good, um, good. Yeah, so it'd be nice to get into And so, yeah, you you, you form that connection by, by being still and saying those words, and then you move forward from there. Like you were saying, you then, yes. you then uh, do the seminar, let's say. Yeah. See, the, thi- the thing is, if you, if you pick an affirmation and you like it and you say it, three, four, five times a day with passion, right? And it's okay to be a bit loud too, by the way. Oh, yeah. Because when you express it, get really passionate about it. Because what you're doing, you're igniting your flame. Wow. And when I say you're igniting your flame, you're igniting your cellular structure. Because it feels your intensity mm-hmm. that you believe what you are saying, so it follows suit. But if you say something like, yeah, my heart, yeah, yeah, I feel, yeah, I want to be passionate, yes, yeah, I see it, yeah, I'm passionate, um, I'm the light, yeah, yeah. If you go like that, your soul, your, your um, spark of light, <laughs> it doesn't even hear you. Wow, well, yeah. Um, so everything comes with passion. doesn't matter what it is. 
You have to yeah. be passionate. Um, I was, I mean, I had a, by, um, I had a affirmation that I ended up using later in the second week, which was, uh, um, I am bipolar free. And I was, and I would say it, and I would even, if I, if I had like, um, someone, I was like, like, a, I had a movie on for me in, in a, <laughs> while I was on the treadmill, I'd, I'd be saying, I'd be saying to them, "You're bipolar free. I'm bipolar free." <laughs> so I've been That's doing that. That's actually a good thing. Yeah. So I'm like, "Are oh, you? You're bipolar free. You're bipolar free. I'm bipolar free." Yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I, I like I like it, but also, um, I mean, I, I would be driving and just I would say I probably say it over a hundred times in a day. But yeah. I, I think say it with passion. Say it with passion. Yeah. Say it with passion. This is the next thing about what you just said to me because it just came up and I need to express this. Um, it's okay to say that I'm, I'm, you know, I'm free of um, bipolar, right? Sometimes when you admit a word that was created by man to pinpoint what they call a problem or a disease, that actually can be a bit of a negative. I never admitted to myself when I was curing myself that I have lung cancer. Ah. Okay. Yeah, so you're not but saying, I, guess, I, no, I don't have lung cancer. Yes, I don't have yeah. lung cancer. Where the subconscious no, no. focus on lung cancer. That's, that's yeah. right. I was going to ask you, you about be that. Careful. You've yeah. got to be careful there because you, the reason you came in with it, it's not so much because it was in your family line, whether it was your mother or your father, right? It's what it is. But – the reason you chose your parents was to learn certain lessons. The other side of it, it's your success that is an issue with you. The fear of success. So you chose your parents to have this little issue, this disconnection. Because I like to call it a disconnection. Sure. Because it doesn't give it a label. It just says, at the moment, I'm disconnected. It's like switching the light on, light on, light off, light on, light off. It's like your brain, light on, light off. But it's going at a very fast speed. That's the difference. If you can say to yourself, like, I am a success... Sorry, go on, you go first. Before you say that, I wanted you to finish off what you were saying about how I chose my parents to have this to do with the okay. fear of success. Okay. You chose your parents to come through. So, yes, you've got what is called a disconnection. And you've traveled through life with this disconnection. You're finding trying to find different ways of improving yourself and getting rid of it. One of the reasons why you've got it, that you chose, long before you came into the body... You suffer with fear of success. You always sabotage yourself with whatever you do in life. If you look back at your jobs, you always sabotaged yourself in some way. I've done the same, Michael. No one's perfect. We all have done different things that we've had to grow from. But what you need to say now to yourself also at the same time is something like this. I am a brilliant person. 
I have lots of abilities. I'm great at playing the guitar. I'm great at using computers. I'm great at um, oh, table tennis. That's, that's the word, table tennis. I'm great with my friends. And I'm also great in how to create money. So I really don't have a fear of success because I am success. I just have to put it into action. Action, action. That's what I need, success through action. Then you say to yourself, what do I do or what do I really want to do to put that action in to become successful? Um, what do you want to do? What's, what's your dream? What's your passion to do? Was it to go to America? Was it to be on stage, to sing, to tell your story? Was it to become a champion ten, um, table tennis player or a computer whiz? Um, I don't know for sure like about what I do want to do. And I, and I know that I feel different when I'm like not on medication, when I'm back to being... You know what I'm saying? Like I actually, when I'm off my medication and I'm a little more, uh, well, I'm a bit high. I'm not manic, but I, I call it high. Then I like playing the guitar. Then I like engaging in things and people and all that. But while I'm on this medication, I don't want to use it as an excuse, but I really don't know exactly what I want. Mm. Well, you know what is the hardest thing, and, and it's a really hard, I must admit, it's a really, really hard road for you to take. And I'm amazed how um, brave you are in doing it because I used to say the same thing to myself uh, many years ago about when I was going through the, the, um, the cure. I just wanted to die, mate. I was, I was just beyond all things. Um, every, every moment of every day for um, six and a half solid months, seven months, I was in the most worst agony you oh, could possibly think of. Wow. It was like every time I took a breath, it was like someone pushing a dozen knives through my chest slowly. Oh, that's what that's what lung cancer will do to people. But I fought against the things that they wanted me to do because I believed that I didn't have it. I believed that um, it was my emotions from my past that caused it, and I end up catching it through passive smoking. Yes. And once once you start to understand why we create these things, the fear of what, yeah. then we start to heal. And yours is a fear of success. And I, I think I said that to you, the first seminar, first um, consultation. Uh, consultation you had. Yeah. And it is. It's a fear of success. And this is something you've got to work on and believe that, hang on, hang on, I don't have a fear of success. I am successful, but I want to become more successful. So how do, and and they, does it tie into the bipolar? Not really. Not really. So my no. getting my healing the bipolar, which I think would be the biggest feat I've done in this entire lifetime, to mm -hmm. to heal it would be fantastic. That doesn't then mean that I don't have a fear of success. I still have to face that when it comes That's to right. engaging with life. There's two ways you can look at it. The first thing is try to get off the word bipolar, mate, okay. because it's a man-made word and people just go around and say, oh, yeah, the reason I'm like this is because i got bipolar. Yeah. Or the reason I'm like this is I'm just a really angry person because of my father. He was a real bastard. Mm. You, see, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. 
Um, the other thing is to say um, something like, um, yes, yes, I have this thing where part of part of my little brain um, somewhere there, there's a disconnection and it causes me sometimes to act a little bit um, silly, but I'm working on it. And when you sit and you come to your heart and then you pour from your heart energy up to your brain, you have to visualize all this energy connecting in all different places and see that every time you do a little meditation, even if it's two minutes, five minutes, and you see this energy in your brain as light and you can see all the little particles just moving all around, creating all these new little um, cellular structures within your brain. And the more you do that, the more reality comes to you. Now, sorry, before you say anything, the interesting thing is that um, Bill Harris from, um, what is it? Um, uh, Uh, Yeah, Holosync, Holosync, yeah. (laughs) That's right. Well, in that one, that actually helps build new brain paths. That's That's what he did it for, to build new brain paths to create new cells. So you can actually create, I suppose, more ability in your awareness because that's what it is. If you stay first dimensional and you don't, you don't grow new brain paths within your brain structure, then you end up staying first dimensional. But mm. as we start to evolve in awareness through thought consciousness, we create different pathways within our brain and we let go of certain areas of the past like say as a Neanderthal, for instance. Wow. And we start, to, we start to evolve. And that's why we are the way we are today. Wow. And the one thing about Bill Harris, I found him really good. I used to listen to that CD, mate, every day for years. And I actually think it has helped me to become very aware of my brain paths. It's because I can now remember things that I couldn't remember. Wow. Up to, I would say, even 60. They were getting better, but in the last 10 years, say nearly the last 10 years, my brain capacity for remembering things has grown 80%. Wow, wow. I can remember things, and I'm quicker. I mean... If I didn't do what I did back then with um, Bill Harris, I don't believe that I could write a film script the way I'm writing it now. Wow. I really believe I could not do it. But, but I've learned to create new pathways. Oh, I'll give you a little affirmation. Um, you, you're recording this, aren't you? Yep. Okay. S- see what you think about this one. Just let me go through. It takes about a minute and a half. Okay. Um, I have over four quadrillion cells of living energy. Each cell communicating, repairing, replacing old cells with new cells in every moment of every breath, adding extra chromosomes to my existing ones, allowing me to communicate with beings of light from inner and higher dimensions. I am being rejuvenated in every moment of every breath, internally, externally. 
I am being rejuvenated in every moment of every breath, internally, externally. Every single organ within my inner being is being rejuvenated and all its cellular structure being replaced in every moment of every breath. Now, that alone, if you believe it and if you express it Mm. on a regular basis, you're communicating with your divine, Mm. your cellular structure, because you're admitting that your cells are living consciousness, Mm -hmm. that your cells alone, through the voice power of yourself, can help rejuvenate and replace old cells with new cells where needed. Mm. You could even then add in, I can see that my cellular structure within my brain is now creating new pathways like roads in all different directions, allowing me to become more aware, more highly evolved through my own consciousness because I am being rejuvenated in every moment of every breath, internally, externally. When you say words like that from your heart, you're creating truth. When you say words like this, I will never be successful. I will always be a loser like my father, like my mother, like his father and his mother. I just know I will never be anything. I have heard dozens and dozens of people through my life say similar words. Hmm. And yes, their life always ended up really miserable. And yet they had pathways in their life they could have taken and been a lot happier than what they are today. Wow. So when we express negative things about ourselves, we are telling our consciousness, and our consciousness is unbiased, and it will give us exactly what we are saying, be it negative or positive. Now, to me, it makes more sense to be positive. Yeah, of course. Okay. Um, You're making me realize that the value of when you – it's not just saying the words, it's how you say them, that you get engaged with what you're saying so that you're – it's not just from logic, it's not just um, from the consciousness, that it's engaging, um, yeah, the rest of you, subconscious. Your thought consciousness, yes. You're putting your thought consciousness, connecting it to your mind. Then you're connecting to your imagination, connecting to your truth. And by truly believing that you are connected to the divine, you open yourself up to that infinity. That's where everything is possible. Mm. Now, some people say, oh, look, I've done all that stuff and, you know, I've done this and I've done that. I've gone to meditation classes. Nothing's ever worked. My question has always been the same. How long did you do it for? Oh, you know, a week, a month, maybe six months. What was your attitude like? Oh, well, I really don't believe in that stuff. Then I would say to them, well, what the hell do you expect? Mm. If that's your thought capacity. So, And what was something that you were saying earlier about um, going into the unknown with, uh, yeah, like – you were, I think you were relating that to the way to 
manifest and say affirmations. There was something there, wasn't there? Like Okay, yeah. Okay, put it this way then. Okay, look at it this way. When you do a meditation and you say do that meditation about um, healing your your connect your disconnection through your heart and going into the unknown. The unknown is where you can create. Mm. It's very hard to create in the known because you're conditioned by the known, which is also your past. You mean you've, you'll lack creativity because you're just coming from the known and there doesn't seem to be anything there? Absolutely. Okay, so the unknown is where you can really create the from. The unknown is where you create. That's right. And one of the things to do sometimes is to say this, I am living energy. The living energy that is all around me that has manifested everything throughout every single universe, I breathe in daily. And I recognize this energy going inside of me and around me in every moment of every breath. With this energy, I step beyond my boundaries into the unknown and I see myself, whatever you want to do, Michael, Mm. I see myself doing this, playing guitar up on stage in front of 50,000 people. Or I see myself um, robbing a bank (laughs) and having millions of dollars. (laughs) Right? Whatever you want to do. But don't go and do that because it's against the law. But can you see what I'm saying? It's how you perceive your thought power. It's what you do with it in a positive way. The unknown is not the now. It's like using your creativeness, your visual capacity, where you want to be. Now, some people say, oh, that's living in the future, the fairyland. No. When you're in the moment and you're still in your mind and you use the unknown through energy, you can create your future in that moment. Wow. Do you yeah, feel... It- um, yep. Do you feel differently to how Wallace Waddles says on page 51 that, you know, just bathe in that reality all the time, always think of it, live in that house before you exist in it? You know, like, I don't, I think you, because you, I, I, I guess I'm asking because I, I, I probably would run out of steam, but I thought like that at the start, that I could think about this all the time and really live in this, this reality of being healed in my brain. Um, uh, is your opinion maybe that to do it properly for say a few minutes here, a few minutes there in the day? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Don't 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 put your whole life into it. No. Okay. Because that's like that's that is like living in a fairyland because you have to put action into it. Mm. You can you you can live in your mind and create through your inner awareness that imagination. Absolutely. But you can't live in it 24-7 because it's not, it's not just going to fall into your hands. You have to still put action into it. If offer comes your way and you look at it and you just say, oh, it sounds really fantastic. Yeah, I'm going to go for it. Three days later, you think about it and you say, oh, look, I don't think I really want to do that. And you become fearful. That's your fear no. of success. Mm. Okay? Mm. And you've got to realize to yourself, why do I fear success? It's followed you through life. Lifetimes. Lifetimes. I'm not saying ten lifetimes or five lifetimes. It might only be three. 
Okay. But you need to change your wording. Like, don't say, I don't fear success. Say, I am successful in everything that I do. Even cleaning my teeth. I am successful. And I am getting better and better in every moment of every breath. Mm. That is so positive to your consciousness that it will literally change your programming. And once you change your programming, it's full ahead. Wow. Yeah. Once I change my program, it's, yes, full stream ahead. Full stream yeah. ahead. Uh, what, um, and if I fix this disconnection, how will I differ as a person? Well, at the moment, you suffer a little bit with, um, this is going to sound terrible, but please don't um, sure, take it. it the wrong way. You suffer a little bit with, with um, I think, compassion. And compassion can stem to many different areas. Like you can be a little bit forward. I don't think you mean some of the things you say, but you're not sure in how to say it. So you say whatever's in your human brain at the time. And to some people, they can take it or step back a little and take it as a little defense. And that's a very common trace with being disconnected in that certain area of your human brain. So by changing yourself towards the fear of success, you open up new pathways which introduce new streams of energy, which is knowledge, into your brain capacity, which changes your attitude towards a lot of things. Maybe also your logical thinking, because that's something that I've said to you all the time that I've known you. You've got to be careful of your logic, Michael. You have a tendency to be too logical. You question everything. Sometimes you've got to take things from the heart in faith. And that's something that my teacher, who was a martial artist, he used to say to me, Learn to listen with your heart and have faith in yourself. Because when you have faith in yourself, you learn to listen to what other people are saying. Some things will sound good, others won't. Take what you need and leave the rest. It's just like what I expressed to you today. Take what feels good and just leave the rest for later. Mm. When you're visualizing something in healing... Is it the intent more than the specifics of the imagination? Like your soul knows, right, what you are your soul aiming knows. for? Yeah. It's the intent. It's the intent. It's like, you know, the, um, what's that word? Um, intensify, your, intensify your feelings. Oh, and wow. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes be a little bit um, boisterous. Um, you know, don't, don't yell out so the neighbors will hear you and think you've gone mad. But it's okay to say things like... Um, uh, I am the most successful person in my life. I am a powerful being and I know through my heart that I have feelings and I know that I can overcome anything, mm. even my fear, because fear is simply energy. And I choose to let go of fear and create something that's positive. 
because I am successful. Mm. Don't say I'm going to be successful. Yeah. Say I am successful. Sure, and I, and am I attract. Yeah, I attract into my life abundancy in every moment of every breath because I am a magnet for wealth. I am a magnet for love. I am a magnet for joy. I am a magnet for abundancy. Mm. Right here, right now. Things like that. That's putting positive thoughts, positive energy into your being verbally. All right. Well, that was Thanks. good, Michael. Yeah, it was yeah. Good. Please give, please give consideration to continuing with your meditation. Please give consideration to finding a good affirmation, even if it's the one that I just expressed to you, or look through that book because there's 80 there. I'm sure you'll find one. And say it for about a month or two, and then you might go and say, okay, I'll find another one that's got a different meaning, maybe something else, and say that one. So what you're building, it's like, say, you're building a road for yourself, and that road will take you wherever you want if you're positive and if you believe in yourself. Wow. Cool. It's a roadmap. Yeah. Because you're putting positive thoughts within yourself and you're changing your past. Yeah, changing your past. Mm -hmm. Wow. You're changing your programming, actually. Yeah. And it can be done. And that's one of the things that I like so much about Bill Harris with his um, Holosync. I think that's really brilliant. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But one thing I've got to say to you, Michael, um, just remember this always, please. Logic has a purpose, but you only need 30 to 40% of logic. The rest, the mind. Because the mind accepts all things that the soul is placing within it. And it's the mind that passes on the knowledge to the human brain. And it's the human brain that dissects it with the past. And that's not good. It's like a computer. You put a, you put so much over there and the computer's got a small virus, it'll wipe out everything. Mm. You know, it's the same with the brain. The brain will wipe out everything that's being given because it doesn't understand. And it'll bury it so deep that'll be so hard to bring it forth. And that's why so many people who have had really bad experiences as a child never remember their childhood. Did you know that? They don't remember their childhood, yeah. They don't remember their childhood, mate, because there have been bad traumas, bad experiences. So the brain buries it because it doesn't know how to resolve it. Mm. It doesn't have the capacity nor the knowledge. Wow. Okay, Michael, I'm going to let you go, mate. Thanks. This has been great. Um, till next time. Let me ha- let me know how you go. Okay, keep in contact. It's okay. It's all good. Okay, thank you. Okay, yeah, you take right. care. Okay. Yeah, you too. Take okay. care, mate. Bye. Catch you later. Bye bye. This concludes another episode of Kentarkus. If you'd like to know more about Kentarkus, he has a website, etcconsciousness.com. Also, we have a Facebook page for Kentarkus. 
And on the website, you can find out more about his books. And also, if you'd like to contact us for any reason, including a consultation with Kentakis, then simply email kentakis at gmail.com. That's it for now. Thanks so much for listening. My name is Michael Yon, and stay tuned for more.